Hello, God's beloved. This is I Have a Ministry with an I Love Moment. It's positive. It's inspirational. It's uplifting. And yes, the I is intentional. It is an intentional love moment here. Hello, God's beloved. Thank you and welcome to another broadcast. Thank you for joining us this early Saturday morning. And you know, the kiss of the Lord is upon your face because he about you this morning, meaning that he loved on you this morning and he woke you up and now he's getting ready to give you a word that is going to encourage you. You know, as so many people that has walked out their life feeling lost and feeling like something in life is missing, always wanting, always searching. It's just like they don't feel like they have everything that they need to move about in life successfully. And there is a reason that you're feeling this way. And I just want to uplift you and encourage you on this morning and give you an inspirational word that may encourage your heart to just live this life to the fullness that God created us to live. Now you stay tuned and be blessed by the word that is coming up next, entitled, What Am I Truly Hungry For? How many of you like going out to eat or at least ordering in takeout? Well, one of you is getting ready to order your meal and the server told you, if you order the special, you will never hunger or you will never thirst again. How many of you would be like, absolutely, I want in on that deal, a round of specials for the whole table, right? Well, I want to talk to you today about a server, a divine server who offered such a meal, but it was rejected. And it was rejected because of the spiritual dullness of the people he'd offered it to. They couldn't phantom the idea of a cuisine that would supply eternally. They could only comprehend that which was perishable, food that would satisfy their flesh. That's the only thing that they could comprehend. But what they failed to realize is that this was an everlasting meal, the true manna, sent from heaven by God. Listen, let's go to the word. Today I'm coming from John, the sixth chapter, and my primary focus is going to be on the 35th verse. So, and it says, And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. And my question to you on today is, what are you hungry for and what's quenching your thirst now only do this part if it applies to you if you're in the car keep your eyes on the road do not do it and look at the person next to you and say what are you hungry for and what's quenching 
your thirst. Well, you know, we all get hungry, right? This is a normal thing, a natural thing that happens to us daily. And if we wait too long, the stomach would let us know, sometime in the most embarrassing way, that you need to feed me. The lack of nourishment causes the body to feel discomfort, your head begins to hurt, you feel weak, and you even may think that, you know, you, you feel like you may want to faint. And without hesitation, we give the body exactly what it wants that it may begin to operate again at its highest capacity. And whatever the preferred craving of the soul, we give in to its desire as well. But you must know that you're more than a body and you're more than just a soul. We was created in God's image and likeness according to Genesis 1 and 26. And just like the Godhead is triune, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we are triune as well, spirit, soul, and body. We are spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. So there's more to life than just catering to two-thirds of our existence. What are we doing about satisfying our spirit, our human spirit? When our spirit is showing signs of being hungry, when our spirit man is showing signs of discomfort or weakness, when, when, when you're just feeling this, you know, it's just like something is missing, when you're feeling a place of hollowness in you, when something just doesn't seem right. You have this longing. No matter what you do, no matter what you're involved in, no matter what you take, no matter what you drink, you still can't satisfy the hunger and the thirst is never quenched. When you feel completely empty, do you stop and think, well, wait a minute, what am I truly hungry for? And this perhaps is one of the most important questions that you can ask in life. you know, when we begin to inquire and ask questions like this, God is so good. He is so gracious and he will send the answer. He has sent someone along your path to answer that very question. And when God send the answer to that question across your path, do you quickly give your human spirit what it needs to be nourished so that it can begin to function as purpose before the foundation of the world? Or is your spirit suffering from spiritual malnutrition? Is your spirit starving for life? What are you hungry for today? And what's quenching your thirst? What is that thing that means more to you than anything else? What is it that you just cannot do without? It drives your life. It consumes your thought. It directs your impulses. Is it money? Is it success? Is it fame? Is it just fill in the blank? Well, let me tell you, those things that I previously mentioned, without having the all-sufficient one living in your spirit, in your human spirit, regenerating your spirit, quickening your spirit, making alive your spirit, according to Titus 3 and 5, the fruit of those things 
will never give you the true satisfaction, the lasting fulfillment you're seeking after. There's nothing inherently wrong, though, with um, wanting to acquire wealth or multiple streams of income. There's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to be successful. There's nothing even inherently wrong with wanting to be known. But through what avenues do you desire to acquire it? That's the thing that we need to think about. In Genesis 12 and 2, God told Abram, Abraham, Abram at the time, I will make your name great. He, God said to Abram, I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Now, in order to be a blessing, what do you need? Correct. And I know most of you all said it. Wealth. And wealth doesn't always necessarily mean money. Wealth uh, can represent a wealth of things. So God, he desires to satisfy your hunger and he wants you to be successful. He doesn't mind. He don't mind you um, having a well-known persona, uh, a name that's out there. He doesn't mind any of that. But he don't want it to happen without him. He wanted to happen in the confines of relationship. Somebody say relationship. Because you see, there is a reason your spirit is experiencing this anguish, this constant hunger, this constant thirst. You know, it kind of reminds me of a brother I know. I promise every single time you see him, he's eating and he's eating anything and everything. I mean, gum, candy, donut, soda, candy bar, pizza, eggs, cookies. It just, he's always eating. I remember one time uh, coming out of the sanctuary, running into him and he was eating some kind of mech sausage from McDonald's. I mean, he's always munching on something. So this fellow seems to never get full. And just like the brother, you can feed your spirit through your soulish man, all kinds of junk in an attempt to satisfy this natural body and the soulish part of you and allow carnality and desensitize garbage to enter the gates and portals of your being and the spirit will never have the supply it needs to sustain in life. It will always be hungry, always wanting. And it's simply because you're feeding your spirit from your human nature. What are you hungry for on today? Is it for the things of God? And if so, how hungry are you? And this is basically what Jesus was saying to the multitude in the context of our text on today when they began to question him. If we would go up a few verses, verse 1 through 29, we find in these 29 verses that Jesus had just fed the 5,000 with a boy's lunch that consisted of a mere five loaves of bread and two fish. And after getting... Uh, away from the crowd who tried to make him king and going up to the mountain to pray, Jesus then heads to the Sea of Galilee, walking over three miles on water towards his disciples, scaring them half to death. They thought he was a ghost. (laughs) He then gets in the boat and they make it safely to Capernaum, 
Once making it to the other side of the lake, the west side, lo and behold, here come the crowds again. You see, they had been waiting in that area where Jesus had fed them all night long, thinking that the disciples were going to come back and get Jesus. Then they got wind of the fact that Jesus was on the west side of the lake. They crowded in boats, coming after Jesus for the fish and the loaves, totally unaware of their spiritual needs. They get to Jesus and here they are asking him this question in verse 25. Rabbi, when did you get here? But Jesus completely ignores their question, their soulish question, and begins to talk to them about their spirit, their human spirit. He said in verse 26 and 27, I tell you the truth. You want to be with me because I fed you. Now, let me just stick a pen in it right here. (laughs) How many of you have experienced people wanting to be with you only because of what you can do for them? I mean, they get all what they can get out of you. They pull everything from you that they can. And then as soon as they don't want you want anything else to do with you, they to the left you. How many of you can witness to that? But however, Jesus said, you want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understood the miraculous signs. Verse 27, but don't be so concerned about perishable things, he said, like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give. Jesus is saying here, You hunger for the wrong thing. You're quenching your thirst on that which has no lasting value. The reason you are so diligently searching, the reason you can't get no satisfaction is because you're spending your energy seeking after the created thing without having an intimate relationship with the creator of the thing. And how many of you know that Jesus knows exactly how to push past all that surface stuff, the fluff and the phony. He knows to how to rip off the mask and get right to the heart of the matter. Jesus is good for doing that. How many of you can witness to that? Jesus said, I know what you're asking me, but I'm going to give you the answer to the question that you should have asked. And that is, what am I truly hungry for? And he had the answer for them. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give. Nourish yourself on the I am. I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. He that believeth on me, eat of me, drink of me, receive of me, partake of my flesh, the eternal flesh, the eternal fresh baked manna from heaven that does not perish, but will sustain you, make you forgiven according to 1 John 2 and 12, make you a child of God according to Galatians 2 and 23, make you blameless according to 
Colossians 1 and 22, make you complete according to Colossians 2 and 10, a royal priesthood according to 1 Peter 2 and 9. Anyone that received that meal shall never hunger or shall never thirst. Then they replied in verse 28, What are we to do in order to carry out the things that God requires? Verse 29, Jesus told them, This is what God requires of you. Believe in him whom he sent. You see, Jesus is offering himself. That's what he was doing. The satisfier of the human spirit. And that offer still stands today. There is nothing that will fulfill the deep craving and hunger of your spirit, your soul. Nothing is going to meet the need that is being satisfied and nourished by fleeting pleasures. There is nothing outside of God through Jesus Christ that will truly satisfy. He is the one who brings true satisfaction to those who are longing. Some people spend their whole entire life searching for everything and anything but God. But there is no appetite that cannot be changed. I'm offering you the true bread from heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ. Will you accept him on today? Let him satisfy your hunger. Let him quench your thirst. John 6 and 35. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. And he that believes on me shall never thirst. We know that a family meal has a knack for bringing everyone together. And Jesus is that meal that sits in the middle of the table and grab your hand and pull you close to God who is sitting at the head of the table and join your hand with his and looks over to you and say, because of me, this relationship is mended. Hungry for on today. And what's quenching your thirst? Are you hungry enough to accept Jesus? I hope so. And if you are, just repeat after me and just mean it with all of your heart. It's a simple prayer. Father, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Jesus, please forgive me for all of my sins. I repent and turn from doing wrong. I believe that Jesus died and rose again for my sins, and I accept his payment. Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart right now and be my Lord and Savior. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer and coming into my heart and saving me according to your word. I love you, Lord, and I ask you to seal me in the blood of Jesus. 
and help me to live for you all of my days for the rest of my days. In Jesus' name I pray. And if you prayed that prayer, you're saved. All of heaven is rejoicing because of your decision on today. this broadcast has been a blessing to you, encouraging you to receive the true satisfier of our human spirit. Listen, manna was for the body. That's what the uh, multitude was seeking after. They were seeking after manna. What Moses, if we go ahead and read the rest of the verse, It was talking about how they told Jesus that Moses had given their forefathers manna. And what is it that you're going to give us? But manna is for the body, that which is perishable. And the bread of life, Jesus, is for the spirit. What I've been talking about on today, our human spirit, that which is eternal, Now, don't get it twisted. I guarantee you, if you feed your spirit, invite Jesus into your spirit and invite the word of God into our spirit, then our body, our human nature most definitely will benefit. The soulish part of us, the soulish part of this (laughs) triune masterpiece is definitely going to reap the benefits of us getting our spirit right, our human spirit right. If we nourish ourselves with the bread of life, with the word of God, with prayer, our thirst will be quenched. We will no longer allow our soul to dictate our appetite. And that's what we want to do on this morning. And that's where we want our life to head throughout eternity. This is a pleasurable life. It's not to say that it's a life that is without hardship. Yes, we do have hard times and we do go through trials. But we certainly have someone to help us through it all. And that is Christ Jesus. Thank you.